Hi, this is Travis McElroy, your middleest good boy, and you're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Have fun! Thereupon, welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. My name is Haley Rose. My name is Lily Blue, and we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. Hi, I love you. Hi, I love you. So, we are embarking on a journey to video games. We're embarking on a video to journey games. <laughs> Let me take that one again. We're embarking on a games to a video journey. Oh, that one actually kind of works a little bit. So we're, this is the first, like, official episode of the Polygon season of Good Boys Girls. Hi, welcome to season two of the Good Boys Girls, Good Girls Polygon Wild. That's right. Good Girls Polygon Wild. I forgot about that stupid title I came up with. Oh, I did not. I will never forget. (laughs) Okay, so... Good Girls Polygon Wild is officially in full swing, and we're starting off with, I think, like, the most basic and quintessential form of McElroy Polygon content, which, of course, is the overview series. Yes. It's, it is Griffin and Justin playing a video game and talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sort of an extension of the journalism of polygon and it's not it's it's sort of a blend between the like straight informative articles on the website and the goofopotamus like you know brian david gilbert and um and mcelroy monster factory nonsense chicanery Mm -hmm. and simone and and pat and all of them like right the all all that goofy stuff which we'll get to but um Right now, we're starting with Bare Essentials, Griffin, Justin, a video game, go. So, uh, the Overview series started, uh, the first episode that ever came out was Octodad, uh, Dadliest Catch, and it's uh, very sweet. The mm-hmm. logo at the time was still blue mm-hmm. and not pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came out in uh, February 11th, 2014. So that was the very, very, very first one. And it was followed shortly after um, by another one, which, you know, kind of gives the impression that they were doing this, like, pretty regularly, that they, like, were, in like, informed by the powers of be that, like, right. this needs to be a thing that starts happening. And so I guess they, like, front-loaded a bunch of them and just did a ton and started releasing them like bi-weekly because mm-hmm. the second one rust came out like three days later on the 14th right so i know you have some information about the transition from the the early days of polygon into this sort of video content push um just a little bit i mean again like everything that the hard thing about this is like it's not like they did a public announcement where they were like, and now we're going to make funny videos. 
You know, right. they just kind of like internally made some decisions. So like, you know, all the information we have is like he- not hearsay, but it's you know, it's Well, it's 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 like afterwards like posthumous like yeah, postulation it, yeah. from Griffin. And like and, yeah, some inside sources, but also just like from our observations and kind of like stuff that we've noticed and picked up on. Um so yeah, they made a definite switch um like a definite sh- uh, vibe change it really really though started with monster factory like that was really the beginning um and then from there on th- everything else started to kind of be more loose too especially the gameplay overviews and not just for the boys but like for everybody yes because like you know when we're 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 treading a fine line here talking about Polygon content with the McElroy brothers because while Polygon in our minds is intrinsically tied to the McElroy brothers, we don't want to, like, detract from Polygon's, like, own worth by talking exclusively about the McElroy brothers, but this is a McElroy brothers fan podcast. Well, but also talking about all of the other people that work at Polygon that, like, do a lot of amazing work and mm-hmm. you know like the rest of the video crew like pat gill and brian david gilbert and simone de rochefort and um you know jeff and russ and chris grant and like everybody russell, russell. and um just you know everybody that uh, jenna is a newer hire as well um but just like everybody that does stuff they all work really hard and like do amazing work um, oh, and of course, Tara Long. How could I forget her? She's everybody's boss and mom, and she's great, and I love her. Um, but, like, you know, again, like Haley said, this is a McElroy fan podcast. So maybe someday we'll get around to talking about all of the other wonderful stuff on Polygon because it's all so good. And Yeah, we can dive into some some other good boys. Yeah, when maybe. We run, when, we, when these good boys run plum dry. Talk some, we, we've talked about it, maybe talking about some other good boys. But uh, for now, this is what we're talking about. So, um, yeah, so the overview series kind of got um, started to get more loosey-goosey. Um, you see it, like, mostly later on, like, especially in, um, I think one of the first examples of it was probably uh, Tabletop Simulator, wouldn't you say? Yes. Absolutely. So, like, we see early on uh, with Octodad and and Rust is particularly funny to me because yeah, there it is so informative and like I don't want to say dry, but like dry. Oh, but it is. Um, it's it's because it's like it's just them being like these are the functions of the game and this is what you know. I found fun and this is what I found lacking and this is the kind of objective and here are the sort of like gameplay mechanics and like because that's what it is it's they decided that like as a company like as a supplement to their reviews like written reviews they wanted of to show video games. gameplay exactly right. so because they were like this you know half of video games or most of video games is the visuals you know like you're 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 watching them and playing right. them and and let's plays are a thing and it's a way that people like learn about stuff. So if we can take that and, you know, turn it into a, a journalistic endeavor, then that would help us out. And so they, it's very like straightforward. I think 
Octodad was the one they they just did not know what they were doing. Um, they were not sure what they were doing. So they're but it's it's also a goofy game. So it it let them be goofy without detracting right. from the the informative stuff. But I feel like they got a note <laughs> from upstairs that was like, "You guys need to not goof around as much when you're playing these games. This is you know." I get it. It's fun, but like you have to take it a little more seriously. And then Rust comes out, and they're like, uh, "I'm joined by Justin McElroy. Hi, I'm Justin McElroy." And like, yeah, right. What the f- what the fuck? But then at the very end, there's a glimmer, and it's one of my favorite moments in the whole oeuvre of the Overview series. Um, is um, Griffin like is chasing a guy with a he's chasing a guy with an axe. Uh, Griffin decides to start cyberbullying people, and so he like makes an axe real quick, and then goes up to a dude's house and goes, "Hey, give me your shirt." Um, and the guy's like, "Please don't kill me." And he's like, "I won't. Just give me your shirt, and I'll be out of your hair." Oh my god! And then Justin's like, "Wow, look who started cyberbullying!" And Griffin's like, "Yeah, I get it now. Maybe I'm a cyberbully now." <laughs> um, and then um. They go and do some stuff, and then they start chasing a guy with an axe, and he's like a newly spawned in naked dude, and they just start smacking him with an axe, and he gets like three hits off, but he's just chasing him, and then he's like, all right, I just want to be done with this, and so he turns on voice chat, and he goes, hey, hey, stop, stop. Listen, I just want to give you my gun. I'm logging out. I just want you to have all my stuff, and so the guy stops, and Griffin drops his submachine gun, and then you just watch the guy's goofy-ass, like player avatar like bend over and look down at the fucking smg and then griffin just slaps him with the axe and kills him (laughs) and then justin starts laughing his ass off and he goes it was it was greed it was greed that killed him (laughs) (laughs) and it was a very mcelroy moment yeah absolutely they were still very young and like you know uh, you know, player beware or viewer beware. The um, it's it's in line with all McElroy content. The the further back you go, the sl- like the less woke it gets, and sure. so there's little microaggressions in Octodad and in Rust and like around in the early ones because it's you know 2014 version. They'd only been like around for four, three or four years at that point. Right. Well, and it was still kind of like. I would say mid or pre even Gamergate, like yes, there was there wasn't like that was I think really a big wave of wokeness happened in the midst of Gamergate, and people decided which side of the line they wanted to fall on, and that kind of motivated, especially I think our boys and a lot of other boys in the community to decide like well, especially who, what kind of person Polygon, they wanted to be. Polygon took a hard line, right. And, like, if you look at, it's funny as hell, because if you look at, like, the, I guess, propaganda of um, the the Gamergate people, right. like, on the bad side of Gamergate, um, and if you're listening to the show, I hope there's no ambiguity in the term bad side of Gamergate, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they, they, uh, it was like list of it said l- list of SJW journalists 
and <laughs> oh yeah it, i it remember bro- this it broke it down by site and so it was like kotaku had like a couple of people and like ign had a couple of people and then under polygon it said every one of them all of them yeah <laughs> just every single one which is great that's how i know it. i backed the right horse i know right i got the like- horse right here its name is Polygon. Oh yeah. So we made the right decision. Mm-hmm, thankfully, we did. We stand. Um. So but, yeah. So so I think honestly, like the first time they really let go, and because like honestly, like they so they Griffin was one of the first people who was they they all decided as a team like hey we need more video content, and then Griffin was like yo guys, we need to be making funny video content. Because, like, first of all, you know, we're funny people and we're miserable just doing this. And also, like, our viewers aren't enjoying it either. And, like, we want these games to look like they're... Like, if we're having fun playing these games, then, like, that's going to motivate people to, like... I know the only reason I bought Car Mechanic Simulator is because I watched the boys play it, and I got so mad that they fucked the game up so bad that I wanted to go buy it and play it right. (laughs) And so I did. I bought the game. I've still never played it, but, like, I gave them my money. So, like... It was very effective. Um, But, yeah, no, they, they started making, like, just goofums videos yeah. where like they would sp- particularly with like simulators and sandboxes they started right. like really finding their their voice and so like they they did goat z which was like the zombie version oh, of goat yeah, simulator oh i remember that and that was a lot of fun that was fun um i i remember hooting and hollering at that and then um who's you your know. daddy was a fucking stupid yeah, one. It was funny. Those were really stupid. Um, but, but like I think a the tabletop one simulator ex- where Griffin like got a bunch of random people together yeah. and like made up a Steve Buscemi game. Yeah, a but, game like, where Steve Buscemi's face is the board. But like it's not actually a game. He's just like making bullshit. Ugh, it's good. Literally, all he did was take several like Yahtzee pieces, put them down on a f- picture of Steve Buscemi's face. And then put dice down and then had randos like make up freestyle jazz odyssey rules about how to play Steve Buscemi's face. Yeah. And the 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 best part about that video is like the the last three quarters of this very long video is just randos playing Steve Buscemi. <laughs> And it's it's literally he just left the camera rolling on these random people. Yeah. But um let me do a quick little quick side by side comparison on dates real real little, little Sure, go for it. On the fly date comparison. Um okay. So I think the first one where they just like really hit their stride and it became the like Mimi McElroy like video game let's play that we know and love is with cat lateral damage. Yeah, I was gonna say I that's definitely like you know if we're gonna make like a list of the top ten best McElroy overview videos, you know if we were gonna do that like a BuzzFeed article. Yeah, um, it would definitely be in the top three. Yeah, I mean maybe I maybe Possibly even number, number one, one because yeah. you know like. 
it's a one that I know a lot of people know, like even if they don't know the McElroy brothers um, at mm-hmm. all, I know a lot of people have seen that cat lateral video. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it has nearly 500,000 views. Um, right. It is doing quite well for itself. Right. Um, and I want to get into the ins and outs of why we love this, but first we should take a trip to the honey zone. Sure. Hi, welcome to the honey zone. Hi, welcome to the honey zone. Welcome to the honey zone. <laughs> Only from NPR. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm no, going to get a slow sip no of my tea. No vocal fry in the honey zone. Oh, that's good tea. That's the good tea, sis. sis. <laughs> <laughs> why, are, why are NPR radio hosts robots why are they like text-to-speech robots <laughs> that's the good tea, tea sis, sis. <laughs> with terry gross you're listening um, okay. to hot the tea, good tea the good tea with terry gross <laughs> you're listening to the good tea with cokie roberts um <laughs> and ira glass and ira glass <laughs> Ira Glass would fucking make a show called The Good Tea. Oh, he would, is the thing. Hi, welcome to This American Tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, there's so much of it. Okay, so... Um, this American Tea. Podcasts. All right, so uh, one one of the podcasts that we have on this network is a podcast called What You Call It. <clears throat> And I'll tell what you what you, you call, call it. it. What you call it? What that? you call it? What you call it? Um, and it is a wonderful podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness, uh, hosted by our good friends Britt and Reed. Um, and they every week get together, or every other week, sorry, um, get together and chit and chat about the goings ons in their lives and local geeky things and and bigger geeky things and things that just make their hearts go pitter pat and it's it's one of those real good podcasts. Mm. You know those good you know those real good podcasts mm-hmm, that those are out there. Real good podcasts. It's one of those real good podcasts where like you just listen and you're just like, "Ah, oh, my friends. Ah, <laughs> oh, I want to hang out with my friends." Oh, my friends. And oh, um my friends. Yeah, so so uh, why don't you, you, you heard it here first, folks. Go hang out with your friends and uh, listen to <laughs> what you call it. Uh, That's a which pretty airs... good ad there, babe. Thanks. I'm trying to be better about it. Um, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of, I've been working really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> at um, not fucking up our friends' ads. I'm really, really um, proud of you. You're doing amazing, baby. So uh, you can listen to them every other Tuesday. Only on LunarLightStudio.com. Uh, LunarLightStudio.com. Buy it, idiot. Um, <laughs> wrong show. Uh, and, uh, babe, what do you got? I got a podcast for you that is a good, fun podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a good, fun podcast called Cryptid Keeper. Oh, I know that one. I've heard of that one. They're like famous or something. Yeah, they are famous or something. Um, They're a wonderful podcast hosted by two wonderful people who really just love talking about ghosts and spookums uh, and cryptids 
and Ooh. big feats. Ooh. Well, maybe not big feats. <gasps> not big. <laughs> Don't. Whoa. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep going. Um. <laughs> Keep they going. do an episode every single Sunday where they talk about a different cryptid every week and they take turns bringing cryptids. So one week it'll be Alex and Alex will surprise Addison and then the next week it'll be Addison and back and forth and back and forth. And uh, they're super great and fantastic and we love having them as part of the network. We're so happy and proud to call them our friends and our co-workers and please go check them out they're a wonderful wonderful show only on lunar light studio only on lunarlightstudio.com or wherever podcasts can be found yeah we actually shouldn't just say only on lunar light studio they're pretty much every fucking where i like mean spoofy. but like but like only here though is what i mean like is what that means yeah. like you can't find them on like max fun they're they're hours 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 you can't have them we own them. <laughs> no. No. No, we don't. Silly goobus. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Jo- Johnny, I, I, Johnny, what, what are you what, doing in my house? I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth lung setup. I was going to look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we, we, we have to... This is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. We, if you, if you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible, humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical. Alright, so cat lateral damage. Um... Uh, the thing about this episode that I love the most, mm-hmm. and I think it's the thing that everybody loves the most, is Justin's mental breakdown. Yeah, are you done? Did you stop the video? I just realized that I wasn't recording that whole time, but I just started recording, and so now, now, basically, we got to start over, and this will be now we're at the beginning of the video. Hey, everybody, welcome to Polygon's overview series. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm here with my brother, we're playing Cat Lateral Damage. You don't have a brother. Oh my um, gosh! Well, the thing I said this last week, uh, last episode, but like I legitimately do not think that his episode, his like mental breakdown was fake. Was a yeah? I don't think that was a bit at all. I think that was genuinely because at one point he like tried to dox Griffin. Right. So Griffin's phone number is. <laughs> That's his cell phone. <laughs> Now, here's the problem, is that I am the final producer of this video. Oh, look, I found the supermarket upgrade. And I think, like, the phone call he was having was with an actual person, like, probably a meeting he was supposed to be at with somebody else at Polygon. 
Like, I'm 100% convinced that none of that was fake. Because, like, I've heard them, like, goofing, right? I've heard them, like, goof mad at each other. Like, we've heard it. Yeah. And that was not goof That was not it. That's it for this overview of Cat Lateral Damage. I want to thank my brother Justin for joining me. And obviously, I want to thank you for watching. Uh, I want to thank... uh, It's my grits. I just want to thank Justin for keeping his spirits up and for his bravery and uh that's it thanks for watching okay i stopped eat, i stopped recording eat shit i don't okay you can drop like the act that you're mad at me because we're not recording anymore oh thank goodness eat shit that was like genuinely like and griffin you. like i know that life because i'm the youngest right and, and i'm the oldest I'm sh- and, and so, so i'm I sure know. you know that life yes and so like inferring as we do with most of the the stuff with the the macroids we can infer based on our own relationships with our siblings that was 100% real and i'm sure they had like a talk afterward absolutely <laughs> where justin was like griffin listen i get it you are upset that i don't respond to your text messages quickly enough i know that's a problem and it's something you and i've talked about before and i get it what you're trying to show me i don't want to talk about that look at these cats what you're I trying to show me pictures. is how you feel how you made me feel in the past uh, three hours is how I have made you feel. Justin, have I shown you the litter box before? And I get it. I just want you to know that I get it, and I'm with you, and I'm so sorry. Where's your mouth? Sorry, I lost my temper. Ooh, we gotta get it. I lost my temper. Um, uh, and and I promised to not do it again if you just let me go. Oh, I found him. If you just would let me go. Oh, and a new power app. Please, that's got to be the end of it, Griffin. It was like, haha, real funny. But like, you know, you can't I have, do that again. You can't do that again. I have a job to do. We both have jobs to do. Like when we're working together on this, it can be fun, but we're on the clock. And Griffin was probably like, <laughs> uh, fuck me. Oh, I just punched my microphone. That's a good thing to do. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> So, okay, <laughs> so, all right, cat lateral damage was one of the best, um, but my personal favorite, one that I return to all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, all the time, all the time, is American Truck Simulator. Mm. Um, it is, without a doubt, the most consistently funny one that doesn't result in, like, straining a sibling relationship. Um, because it, it, so American truck simulator is like, it, it is a really weird and niche video game. Mm -hmm. It literally is a game with like realistic stretches of land, um, over which you have to drive in a truck and it's, it is a truck shipping simulator. It's a podcast on our network. Yes. Um, (laughs) and it starts Sorry, off with one of the most iconic fucking lines in any video they've ever made. And it's up there, in my opinion. And, like, I I understand it's a niche thing to pull. Um, but, you know, it's up there for me with, like, take a hammer and fix the baby. Mm. Is uh, We're playing American Truck Simulator. And if you can't figure that out by the fucking belt buckle of a logo they've got going on <laughs> at the bottom of the screen, then you don't deserve... It combines a belt buckle aesthetic with like a rear bumper and also the Family Feud logo. It's a real belt buckle of a logo is so fucking iconic to me. 
just like it's it's such a quintessentially McElroy way to describe something. Absolutely. <clears throat> so it's I I love that. In this one, they also talk about like they they like go through all the many pictures of like the possible avatars, and like they had started Monster Factory at this point, so I think they offhandedly make a comment like this would not be a good candidate for Monster Factory because mm-hmm. there's literally just a collection of stock photos. Mm. Um, and they decide on being like, like redneck Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I forgot about this. Yeah. It is one of my favorite episodes they ever did. And then Griffin just proceeds to drive the truck in the worst possible way. Crashing into people, fucking other cars, traffic lights and signs and just absolutely wrecking things. And the first one they actually, I, I love the first one because it was the first time they mentioned like at to it was the first time I was aware of Travis mm. in po- like within the realm of polygon content. I had started listening to Taz and Mabim Bam by this point, but um in this one they go to Los Angeles uh on a mi- on a truck mission. Oh and yeah. They and say let's go visit Travis's yeah, house. Yeah, that's when Trav was in LA. I think he's yes. there now. Too. Is he there now? I thought he moved to Cincinnati. Well, he maybe he's back in Cincinnati. He, he he's been all over the place, so it's really hard to like nail him down. Pin him down. Yeah. And remember where in the world? Where in the world is Travis San Diego? Um that's a joke he'd appreciate. He would uh, appreciate that. That's a very Travis joke. Um <laughs> at one point there's a great there's another great moment in this one where he he needs to get gas. So he oh, pulls yeah. off in a gas station, but instead of going to the gas like pump, he pulls up next to a truck that is hauling gas and he goes, cool. Gas me up! You know what I need? <laughs> HD fuel. <laughs> Thanks for the car water. <laughs> Put it in the gas hole. That's, <laughs> that's what I call fuel. I'm going to get that car water from the source. Hey, brother, can you top me off? Give me some of that good tan stuff. Glug, 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 glug. Thanks. Drink it straight from the tap tonight. Excuse me, my own truck. I hit you myself. Oh, God, it's so good. Uh, I know we have one more specifically we want to focus on, but before we do that, there are two other videos that I would like to bring up that you didn't put on this list, but it's only because they are two individual videos. Uh-huh. Um. So... The first one is actually a video I saw way before I got into the McElroy oeuvre um, and mm-hmm. before I even knew who they were. Uh, it is a home, video- home improvisation? No, it is a video of Justin petting every animal in Far Cry. Yes! I love that video. It's very good. He pets every animal. Oh, that's a good, that's a good pet that's right there. That's a good pet right there. This is a jaguar. Sweet. I've always wanted to pet one of these. Mm, just like I hoped three out of five and then he rates the pets um and my other favorite is a griffin only one uh where he plays spooky's house of jump scares that is a good one too uh and slowly descends into madness yeah and he just like slowly goes crazy uh and he's such a soft boy that like watching him play a spooky game is incredibly fun for me there's another one. I did not know he also did Five Nights at Freddy's 3. 
Did he really? Yes. Oh, I so, have to watch that now. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll slap you a link real quick. Link that. Um, I I saw that in my preliminary research here, and it 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 starts off with a jump scare, mm. and he's like, "Come on, it was it's the first five minutes of the video." <laughs> um, and, rip um, headphone users. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. So. Obviously, Car Mechanic Simulator is so fucking funny. Yeah. They they, they proceed to uh, fuck up everything by, like, running up, like, a pyramid scheme. Like, it's yeah. like a Ponzi scheme of... They take, of, they take the cars in, and the cars are like, hey... Because the game is like, people bring their cars to the shop, and you're the car mechanic, and they're like, hey, there's this one thing that's wrong with it, and so then you have to diagnose it and like the game gives you instructions like empty the oil into the pan and like do all of this stuff and they end up they just like end up stripping the cars down and taking the parts and selling them <laughs> well no what they that's how they end up but what it starts as is they take the cars in and they take multiple cars in with different problems and they take oh, they like the oil the parts around. They, they take That's the oil right. filter from the good car and put it in the car with the bad oil filter. And then they take like the good oil and put it into the so they car don't have with to the bad buy oil. new parts. Yeah, and then eventually they take one car in and break it down completely. They take every piece off and sell it. And uh, they they that's that's the end of the video. It's oh. them being like, we're definitely going out of business. Oh yeah. It's um, so good. But yeah, no, it made me so angry because I was like, the game is giving you specific instructions. And like, but at the same time, it looked so much fun. And it also looked like a game my brother would like to play. So I was mm. like, I have to buy this. So I, it just, you know, it's very good marketing strategy on Polygon's end. Well, that was Car Mechanic. Car Mechanic uh, got a lot of Let's Players to play their game. Yeah. Um, badly for that reason. Um, it's a it's a smart business model like you know yeah, antagonize your viewership <laughs> well no but just like well antagonize your product you know what i mean like yeah. put your product through a bunch of stress and show that like because that's because really to me like that's the beauty of video games right it's like yeah you know vi that's why i love games like breath of the wild and skyrim because like they're open world. So like, yeah, there's a set path and there are like things that I'm supposed to do, but I can still like go fuck around and like make a bunch of food or buy a house or start a family, you know, or become mm -hmm. a vampire. Like I don't have to do the things that the game is telling me to do. I can mess around and make it my own experience that only I will have. And so I think like, make I like paying let's players to make videos of your game where they just like fuck it up is like a brilliant business model because I will immediately want to buy your game. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Cuz you made mm -hmm. it look like so much fun. Like that's the reason I got into <clears throat> PUBG was because of Awful Squad, which we'll talk about later, but like you know. Yeah, that's that's going to get its own thing. Um but uh yeah. So the we to wrap up real quick because we do need to to rush out. Yes. But, um. Uh. Well, we have the, one last thing to cover. We have one last thing to cover, which is the last episode of the Justin and Griffin overview series. Uh huh. And um, it is also the last video 
that Justin and Griffin produced for Polygon, um, which is Spy Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Sneaky Creepin' with Griffin and Justin. Um, or that's what the thumbnail says. It's called Griffin and Justin Get Sneaky in Spy Party. <laughs> and it is them playing this game where uh, it's it's a two-player little party game kind of thing where <clears throat> one person is a sniper who is trying to kill the spy at a party. And the other player is a spy, and they're one of a set bunch of characters, sort of mm-hmm. like how Clue has a set bunch of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the spy character is in this party, and they have a certain amount of objectives to accomplish, and the sniper is trying to kill the spy before they finish their objectives. Right. And but um, so there's a bunch of NPCs that are just like walking around doing normal things. And so your goal as the spy is to disguise yourself as an NPC and make sure the spy in, the, yeah. the sniper doesn't know who you are. Yeah. So it is a very very funny uh, video because it's just them in their element like putting their all into this like one last hurrah. It's a 24 minute video which is like just a good good chunk of change for your for your uh time value. And um yeah, and it's uh it's it's very them is the thing cuz like it becomes like a sibling rivalry thing. Right. And at one point I think whenever Griffin like goes in, they he just like at one point, I think he just takes a pot shot at the party and nails it. <laughs> yes. And, <clears throat> which is really, really great. Um, but I love that one. It's and, good. Um, I've watched it a couple it, times because it's so funny. It is very funny. It's got a lot of little details in it. Um, just a lot of heart. It's like a great way for them to go out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was like a, it was a good last one. Absolutely. And with that, I mean, that's pretty much the overview series. Um, yeah. How, however, uh, in line with our normal oeuvre, what we're going to be doing, as we said in the last video, or episode, golly, um, <laughs> uh, is we're going to do our own little overview. We're gonna, we are. Uh, we're going to take requests on Twitter, uh, which you can reach us at TM. <laughs> on Twitter and uh, submit your requests for a game you want us to play and do an overview of um, and in the it, style of Justin Griffin. Yep, and we're gonna probably put it up on Patreon as a bonus uh, bonus content. Which um, only costs $1 to access, so. Yes, although we haven't quite discussed video content yet, we might make it at the $5 tier, don't know yet. We're we'll, we're getting to that, but you'll you, find out. You will know. <laughs> um and uh if, you know, I think if uh if people enjoy these let's plays and these overview videos that we do, um and we people really seem to enjoy them, maybe we will do some more of them later on down yeah. the line. And maybe and have maybe some other people on not the network for, and for money. Well, um, yeah, possibly not for money. That is very true. Possibly just on the YouTube. So we'll see how this does. So if you want to support us, show your support, head on to uh, patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. And uh, we already have something in the works that's very special and is oh. not going to be going on Patreon. No, that is going to be public and it's very special. On our, our YouTube uh, channel, Lunar Light Studio, which is currently under my name, but I'm going to switch that over with all the stuff. So... Uh, yeah. I think that's it. 
I think that's it. Is that everything? Okay. Um, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, I am at Blue Space Queen. I'm at Hey Stews. And we are proudly hosted by the Lunar Light Studio Network, which you can find at Lunar Light HQ on Twitter or www.lunarlightstudio.com. There you will find all of our other shows like Badvertising, Comradical, Ending Pending, Over Which, What You Call It, Art Ghost, Cryptid Keeper, Netflix and Kill, Storyboard, etc., etc., etc. Yes, so many more. We uh, And we also have a couple new podcasts that are coming to the network within the next few weeks. Um, I am not at liberty to announce those at the moment, but look for some announcements next week. Um, that will be coming very, very soon. Um, thank you guys so much for your support and your love and your patience. We really appreciate you. Um, please leave us a review on iTunes. It is so special and wonderful when you do that. And we do read every single one. Um, and I am now going to thank the people who left us reviews since last time. That's the part where you come in. Okay, well, never mind. We don't have any new reviews since last time, so it's fine. Well, we read everyone anyway. So uh, thank you all for so much for listening. And as always, take a hammer and, and fix, fix the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs>